fluffy and then it has uh, this white stuff on top that that's like coarse like it's it's not salty soft. it just says white glazing i have no idea what it actually is uh, it it, com- it contains almond paste apparently it's it's delicious with some uh, extra white glazing on top mm. Mm. all right with that like we should start out soon you're going to bring oh, up that's games. right you don't like root beer and peanut butter sandwiches countdown episodes of hard knocks you've watched this season half of episode five four three two one now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast. Today, we are returning to a favorite segment of the show. We are going to start out with it. I know you've all been waiting. Are you guys ready? Do you guys know what we're doing? It's time to guess the price of the Dodge Journey. Oh, okay. Yes. (laughs) This went really well last time. And at this time, you're going to put in my zip code again. See if it see if where I live also doesn't exist. I am. I am prepared this time. We are in the five, seven, one, (gasps) oh, six. Ooh, Ooh, okay. so that's that's uh, my backyard. Yeah. So you have you have home field advantage. So there's no excuse. You shouldn't get this right. Okay. Uh, We've got it. We've got to figure in rust damage then. (laughs) So we have a 2019 Dodge Journey Crossroad. Right. So it's not it's not an SE, it's a crossroad, whatever right. that means. Um, I know what that means. I think it means it has all-wheel drive. Do all of them? I don't know. They don't all. No, that one does though. Oh, right. okay. Right. Uh this I shouldn't uh, be giving Chris uh, hints. He... Uh, well, I have to tell him a few things about the car. Oh. Uh, it, it, it it's red. Ooh, Very, okay. It's red. Uh, it uh, has that 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 whoever drives that is gonna get a lot of speeding tickets. Is that like what? Is that a joke? I didn't get it. Uh, it ha- <laughs> That's what they would. They that was something they really told us uh, when we were like in when we were teenagers. Uh, that bright color cars, and I guess bright color sport cars, sports cars. I like guess it probably is true for yeah. Like John's journeys, yes. <laughs> it has just over 70,000 miles on it. A 3.6 right. liter, six cylinder gas engine. Ooh, it's like a gas, gas engine. engine. Okay. okay. Is, is it a Hemi? Is it a what? I don't a Hemi. Understand. Is it a Hemi? Hemi. Uh, Did you what? not live in the United States when Dodge worked really hard to market the Hemi engine? <laughs> a Humvee? They put, it, they put it in a charger. Yes, the Humvee engine. <laughs> they put it in a charger. They put it obviously in their Ram truck. They put it in a Durango. They put it in a. Was that all they put it in? Well, I'm kind of hoping they put it in the Dodge Journey. They didn't, unfortunately. I mean, mom wants to take her kids to soccer <laughs> and not be stuck in the slow lane. Um, is there third row seating? Um, there could be. Um, yes, yes, there is. All right. It says right here, it has fog lights, heated mirrors, power mirrors, uh, aluminum wheels. Um, what else? All leather seats, uh, a 12-volt power outlet. It has letters on the seats. All leather seats. Question, does it have a podcasting mic stand? Let does, me go down does to... It, does it come with a brownie uh, pan? I, I don't I think have, they started putting that in cars until 2020. <laughs> Let me go down to the technology section here. Uh, backup camera, Bluetooth, AM, FM radio, cruise control. Both of them. Uh, yeah, both of them. Uh, a premium <laughs> audio system, satellite radio. Nothing about uh, podcasting. I'm sorry. Remote mm-hmm. start. Oh, this this is loaded, man. Remote start. Well, I guess it is cold there, so that probably comes. Uh, it it also yeah. has uh, it has a luggage rack. Got that luggage rack. Uh, okay, so back back to the essentials. It's 2019. How many miles? Uh, Seventy thousand thirty-seven. Red. All right. Red. All right. I'm gonna write my uh, my number down. I'm not gonna write my number down. Well, after he's written it, you can just say it. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Twenty-seven five. Got it. Locked in. 
locked in. My number $23,955. Hey, are we doing prices right rules? No. You're saying I, I went so. over, but I'm closest. You're saying I went Bob, over. Bob Barker just so I died. But I think to honor him, we have he, to go he's prices dead. right. He's dead. We don't have to finally. He was the only person <laughs> keeping that role alive. Uh, so, so you don't want to do prices right rules? I don't because I know that that means that I'm closest, but I also went over. It must be like 26. Okay, so let's do pri- let, let's not do prices right rules. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, the actual price is $20,995. Okay. What was the what point of bringing the, prices the right if I was going to get it anyway? Yeah, what, what was you the say price? What did you say the price was? $20,995. Oh, because we were both over. We both would have right. lost. That is I a want steal, right Ryan. Rules. I want you... prices right rules. Ryan, have you considered <laughs> flying up here and you could drive that home? Yes. Yes. And we could no. do a, a live podcast here thing. for. Yeah. Uh, in the car, in uh, in the car, well, you drive back with me, and we we podcast <laughs> we podcast on Thomas from the road. Us, Thomas Thomas flies in. We we pick up the journey, it, 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 and then we drive it back to Texas. All three of us and pod, podcast on the way. That's a phenomenal How- deal. Like it's worth it, you know, just for the podcast, and you actually get a cheap car as a bonus. How long would that trip be? Fifteen. I'm gonna hours? guess that's gonna be. It's gonna be more than fifteen hours. Sixteen. Uh, it's sixteen hours to Indiana from Austin. Well, but that's east. Like and like, it's like diagonal. Yeah. Yeah, so but it's way up there. What? That, how far is it? Look it up. Bing it, Chris. So are am I Bing? Binging... Check, check Bing Maps. Check Bing Maps. Am I am I going to Austin or am I going to Pflugerville or am I going to um Kia Round Rock? You're going to Kia of Round Rock. See how far it is. Oh, Kia, sure. of Kia of Rock? Round Rock. All right, hang on. I'm gonna I gotta change this. Okay, Kia of Round Rock. Jeffrey Way. Uh 14 hours, 45 minutes. Hmm. Fuck yourself. I don't want to hear it. Why have we not done this trip before? <laughs> it's less than 15 hours. It, you're you're closer than driving to Indiana. I didn't realize that. And you don't even have to. You, you know, want to meet somewhere? Do you want to meet halfway? We can meet halfway. Let's, let's meet halfway. Uh, Guess would your be car. like twelve hours for you. About <laughs> <laughs> if you meet halfway, is that close to to the spot where the in Nebraska where the what what was the name? Joe Smith, Matt Smiths. You know the dudes with the the same name. He did the first like gallery. The fight, Josh. The fight of the Joshes. Do you remember this? So Matt Smith, no, no, the English did actor, the, fight of the Joshes fought Joseph Smith, the founder of Mormonism. Okay, in Nebraska. <laughs> right. The Josh fight took place in Lincoln, Nebraska, on April twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one. And there was a Matt Smith at the Josh fight. No. Jesus that, Christ. Moving that was, on. That was probably before he played a Targaryen. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Oh, Chris. That, he was he was in that one show that people love. What is it? Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Who? Congrats on congrats on, on defending your thesis, Doctor. Or is he a medical doctor? You're shaking yeah. your microphone. I'm shaking mine. All right, Thomas, you're transitioning. Uh no, I'm not. The show is though. Uh Chris, what about I heard that you have a plumbing accident? Incident? No, not an incident. It's just, you know, life as a homeowner. Um, Why did you ask me if I have a plumbing story? Well, I thought maybe you did as well. Well, Well, I just, you know, I usually forget everything that I say when I talk about. So I was honestly trying to figure out if I did tell you something, but I don't think that I did. There's the plain plumbing story that we have. Okay, so I have a plumbing story, okay? And as you know, I'm not the uh, most skilled DIYer. I'm not yeah, I'm just our your kitchen time sink- is worth more than sixty dollars an hour. So <laughs> I, don't know, you, I don't know about that. That's the number that JVL used uh, on the sub beacon last week when Mike Mike was doing something himself, and he was like, "Your time is worth more than sixty dollars an hour. Why are you trying to do anything yourself?" Yeah, but I don't get paid. You know, even if my time is worth that, you know, it's not like somebody is paying me during my spare time to not do plumbing. 
That'd so, be a good gig. if someone was paying you, hey, pay me to pay me to <laughs> not replace time. my. <laughs> so my kitchen faucet died, and I, I don't know, I, I just hate the idea of everything's so expensive now. I mean, I've gone on these rants with you guys so often, like it, it's so freaking expensive. So my it, my my. 2012 Honda Odyssey. Um, I took it in just to see if, like, it the, one of the doors, the electric sliding doors, has been sticking a little bit. Um, and sometimes we have to press it twice, like it'll like stop sliding. And I'm like, oh boy, like, are we overworking the electric motor? Am I going to break the electric motor? Like, no. that's a concern of mine. And, yeah. And so I brought it in, paid eighty five dollars for a diagnosis that took them like five. That's no, fine. <laughs> Five, took him five minutes because like they probably see this all the time and it's uh requires a twelve hundred dollar fix um and the fix is like we're gonna replace like these wheels yeah. inside the thing and then the electric motor and i'm like wait a second like why would i replace the electric motor my concern is that i'll burn it out i'm just gonna wait until it breaks and then replace it like it might last it, another couple of yeah, years yeah or someone might sideswipe me next week and you know problem solved <laughs> get a new car get, get that dodge journey for 20 grand um so chris is going to be anyway. trying to trick people into wrecks for the next <laughs> or so just sitting at, at be, like sit, sit at the light and just like <laughs> nudge forward a little see if anyone reacts real, dangerous like researching chris, chris is going to become a real michael schumacher dangerous i just found out is one of the dirtiest drivers in the nf1 history he did what he had to do to win a number of times. Huh? A number of times. Maybe, maybe I'm, not I'm, Damon I'm, Hill's I'm, favorite I'm, person, but yeah. I'm re-going through, yeah, that one. But he also <laughs> did it, he did it in 2006. He did it in uh, another race in like 2004. Who to another, I'm, then? Was it Jack I'm, I'm going back through uh, Adrian Newey's book. Who so speaking of F1, fan. I was like, listen, how hard can it be to replace a faucet, right? <laughs> Step one. Remove the old faucet. Step two, put in the new faucet. You're not going to go double faucets. Any any idiot can do this, right? I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Maybe I, I, I could do I, it. I would assume I couldn't do this. So you're uh, more optimistic than I am. I mean, I mean, before the summer, I said that I I will try to do pretty much anything that doesn't uh, involve electricity, and then I did that too this summer. So yeah, Ooh. I would I would try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how hard can it be, right? So just you, pipes, <laughs> and different pipes go different places. <laughs> Still pipes. So uh, I'm like, I can do this. I can try. There, are, there are videos online. I've even done some some minor car repairs because, like, you could just look up your make and model and like look up the thing, and whoa, it'll show whoa, you exactly whoa, how to do what, it. What, what's what's a minor car repair? Are you like changing the windshield wiper because that doesn't count? <laughs> I, changed I changed the cabin air filter in our Honda last week. Does that count? Yeah, you changed the air filter, the the the, 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 the windshield fuses. Dodge Viper. I don't increased, know, like minor the, things. Increase the things amperage that... of the fuses. Why? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there are videos online that can instruct you in this. And mm-hmm. here's the you thing: you still though. haven't given us an example of what's a <laughs> that you've done. <laughs> I don't even remember the name of the thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, There's this like cracked little pipe thing that took like 10 minutes. There's a YouTube video. It connected the air pipe in the you're talking about under the hood in under the hood. It connected the air filter to the engine. Okay, and like, yeah, it was and 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 it saved me like literally one hundred twenty dollars. Okay, we just wanted an example, Chris. Don't get so defensive. Right. Okay. They acknowledge on the plumbing videos this is a best case scenario. Okay, like that. That, well, that um, it works. We're, what's what's well, worst case scenario? You've crossed your pipes so that when you flush the toilet, it comes out the sink. <laughs> well, there could be a lot of corrosion in plumbing, and they're like, "We're just showing you the basics," which which are you turn off the water, you like there's a one nut that like you loosen, My and. Function pull out the um, old faucet and then, you know, instructions on putting the new one in. You hook it up, turn the water back on. Oh, well, not, I mean, there's other things you do before you turn the water back on. But I get to step one, turn off the water, and I'm already stuck because 
there are these leads with so there's the hot water and the and the cold water and there are two knobs for each so i'm like okay that makes sense one knob is for the sink one knob is for the dishwasher sure so i turn off one turn on the water still works i turn off the other one all right all right i should say i turn the other one still water so I did like every single combination of each different one. And I just like turn, crank it at one way, crank it at the other. And I can't figure out how to turn the water off. So you, which you've is, got to turn the main. Which is off. step one. Step one is turn off the water. And I can't even figure out step one. Were you looking in the wrong so place? Did you have to go out to the street to turn it off? Well, then I found um, there was a knob between these other ones. Third knob. And so I, I turned the third knob. Do not turn that third knob. That is the spray water everywhere under the sink knob. <laughs> Why do I they have know, that knob? <laughs> I, I don't know what function that knob plays, but it made a huge mess. And again, these are not like turn 90 degrees. Um, th these are like, I'm turning these like multiple revolutions, like eight, like seven revolutions. Yeah, turn so, it all yeah. the way off. Okay. And so, yes, I'm like, I guess to do this, I'm going to have to turn off the water to the whole house. Which raises a pretty big problem of like, if I F up this installation, there is no water in the house uh, until it's fixed. Until it's fixed. Yeah, that's yeah. a Wednesday night. Which, who knows, could be days until could somebody days. gets out there. Okay. So, pressure's so kind of on. Is, this is more of a risk. Not feeling super confident yet because I couldn't figure out step one of turn off the water. All right, and but, you're sure that step one isn't turn off the main water to the whole house? Nope. Usually you just do it right there. So you don't have to do that. Um, okay. But I'm like, okay, all right. I can't figure that out. Turn off water for the whole house. So step two, remove old faucet. I get <laughs> underneath and I vaguely remember that some plumbing, I don't know which we should ask Mike Warren, but some plumbing is reverse threaded. So I'm like, okay, this nut, do I turn it lefty Lucy or righty Lucy? Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> as the saying goes and of course i don't have the right tools for this because there's like two kind of people in life okay. there's the kind of yeah. people who love buying tools mm -hmm. because then you, then you have them and then the other kind of person is me who's like i don't want to have to buy a freaking tool this will this. This, work right <laughs> i don't want to have a whole thing of tools so did you try did you go get uh, the appropriate tool or did you just use something you had uh, nearby? oh i I, I just don't have the attention span to go to the store and buy the right tool. If I'm already there, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make something work. And mind you, like, I don't know which direction I'm turning either. So I just like grab like whatever tools handy and crank on that nut either direction. And eventually it loosens. But as I pull it down, I realize that nut is stopping at, uh, so there's like the hot and cold water line. And then there's the, there's a looped hose that goes to the little pull-out sprayer hose. And that is not going through the nut. I'm like, hey, Meg, can can you try this? Like, I I I can't pull, I can't, like, I'm stuck. I'm I can't pull the old sink out without um pulling. Like, it's all gotta go up through that hole, and it's it's not yeah. fitting in the hole. Okay. And so that's where one improvises, where I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's not where one stops and it's like, I should call a professional. So it's so not going I... through because it's looped. It's too big because it's looped. It's too big. Is that what it's you're saying? Not... Okay. Yeah. And I think that um, maybe when it was new that the hose leading to the sprayer would have been detachable. But. There's so much like corrosion, like it's just fused shut. This wasn't the best case scenario. <laughs> nope. It sounds like we've already and I've, ran past that. And I'm like, you know, in our garage, I have this garden tool that I use to like snip like little trees or this like trim branches. Too. Like, let me just cut it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have done a hacksaw, but that seemed like a whole thing where I just nah. take this garden tool under the sink and snip. Snip, snip, boom. Old sink is out. Old, uh, sorry, got, old bolt, faucet bolt is cutters out. I thought of, yeah. Yep. I, I don't have bolt cutters. I'm not a bike thief, but. <laughs> <laughs> I have some. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, 
so new faucet goes in things start to get a little bit smoother i'm improvising less i can figure out which direction the nut goes on um and thankfully oh my gosh because when i detached like the what do you call like the the thing that connects to the the plumbing leads um like i just attached like there were several nuts and i'm like uh is like there i think there were different gauges of nut that they used in the past before it was standardized and i'm like i hope this fits i hope this nut fits on here and i can turn it um and at at that point after like spraying the water everywhere and not turning the water off how, how long did this take how long have you been um, at this well are we counting beer breaks yes like is that part of the actual i you know honestly we're only at about two hours at this point okay i was gonna say we we're at hour two but I've got to say, like, it is a very uncomfortable place to be like on your back looking up at a <laughs> at a kitchen sink. Um, it's it's a very That's tight place. Says. Yeah. Okay. OK, well, this is where the story gets anticlimactic, because you know what? I succeeded. We were all able to flush toilets and shower in the house with water being shut off for only like two and a half hours. Like and now I have a touch faucet. Touch That's right. Faucet. I touch it. Oh, you didn't get the foot faucet? The foot faucet? So oh, you no, overcame I'm... the not the... best case scenario to still succeed? This is not a bidet, Thomas. No, but you sent a photo of some weird looking fucking faucet. What was that? Well, that was the bidet brand. Oh, wasn't okay. it? Wasn't it? Like, I was like, I'm looking at these brands of faucets and this is a bidet brand. Like, am I, do I even know what to buy? It It took me a long time to figure photos. out what to buy. Yes, you did. Well, they were in the group chat. So they're in the group so. chat. I like, so I feel vindicated. I feel like I, I can do anything. Ryan, if you need any work done, yeah, I, I can't, I don't do fuses. So maybe you can focus on the electrical stuff. I'm pretty good at fuses now. I'll do the plumbing. As long as you have a garden shed, that's handy. <laughs> I feel confident not, we can do it. I, I mean, it's the typical best plumbing kind of, tools. <laughs> you don't even need plumbing tools. No, just you don't. whatever will do. It's it's, it, it reminds, it's a scam. Guardian, yeah, plumbing tools are a scam. I'm really glad that like the new thing came with its own nut because me using like not correct tools to put take that old one off that was so stripped on the outside. Like <laughs> I beat that thing to smithereens. So this so I'm. Uh, I follow the, the biggest like home improvement group in Sweden on Facebook. Uh, and there are a lot of people asking a lot of uh, not that clever questions at times. But there was this one couple, they had bought a new fridge and a new freezer. Uh, and they were going to install them at home in their kitchen. So far, completely normal. But their question was, so we bought this uh, freezer and fridge. Let's say it was Bosch or Electrolux, whatever it was. And they were like, oh, well, it says that you need an air gap between like both the wall and the fridge and the freezer so that it can suck in air sure. and it doesn't get overheated. And their question was, can we just ignore it and put them in anyway? Because our space where they go isn't big enough. I mean, you can do anything. You can put them there if you want to. But, you know, there's not going to be any warranty or. That's amazing. That's <laughs> like, do you understand how refrigerators work? <laughs> Do you know what happens to the hot? Air? Yeah. Uh, so there's there's something called counter depth. So they could buy a fridge for that space and still leave the appropriate gap. <laughs> Can we talk about hard knocks now? No, uh, we need uh, to talk about what I've been I, up to. I've got a self checkout story. Okay, that's fine. You know what I did? What you, you have? Drink a half drink a half you, pint of beer. You have no. 2023. Yeah, half of 20. I've served. I ran my first half marathon. After not being able to really uh, practice, exercise, get in shape over the summer, and I survived, and I'm quite happy. And this is this is thirteen point five miles, I think is. It is twenty one kilometers. I was going to ask how far a half marathon is in metric. Like... It's half of a marathon. <laughs> okay, but is but do you have a is it a different distance there because of metric? No, I, I still think it's half a marathon. But you said it's a half a marathon. You guys only do. Like everything by ten, right? There's like decimals. Yeah, so it's, it's like a, five a marathon. Five. A marathon. Is it a is it a centi marathon or a kilo kilo anyway, marathon? Anyway, it was great, and I've already signed up for my next one. But it's not. And what months. was what, uh, what was your time? 
206, which I think it's bad. Yeah, that sounds uh, it's bad. I mean, the, the point is to get around. Sounds pretty good. And then in the spring, in May, I signed up for another one, but I realized uh, I'm on some sort of runner's high. It's too far off. I need a race before that. So I'm scouting around for another one to do first. But the one in May is in Gothenburg and is the world's biggest half marathon. Not that it's the longest half marathon. They are all the same <laughs> length, but it's the biggest in number of participants. So last year they had 30-ish thousand or something like that running. But I feel like you've touched on like a, a solid marketing ploy. Like, <laughs> would you consider maybe being the longest <laughs> half marathon in the world? Have you ever thought of that? Thomas, that's around nine minutes a mile i think for 13 miles that's a pretty good pace to keep up i mean i mean when before it's over, unless you're it's a good a, first a first like because the first one you just want to finish so like i'm sure next time you'll try to break two hours right have you have you done a half or a full or both Chris? i've done th- i've done three halves and a full that's my problem is i don't understand why you guys are doing these things that's it was nice. it was actually really fun i enjoyed it and oh. and it's it's imagine. different when you when you run. I, I'm not I'm not like Chris. I'm not as much of a people person, but I didn't mind all the people there. Like it was easier when uh, you you started to hit your pace and you picked out a few backs a little farther ahead, and you were like, "I'm gonna keep up with them." See anybody shit their pants? <laughs> no, but I did uh, at I don't know. This was maybe halfway through, uh, around 11, 12 kilometers or something. And there was this girl standing on the side, leaning toward a light post. And she was on her phone and being like, don't do this anymore. I feel <laughs> ill. And- you know, Ryan, so like there are people who do that and run through it, like because they're competing to get a score in a, in a marathon. It, but the people who poop their pants in halves <laughs> are the people who like the key is you don't you want to train the night before. <laughs> You want to train the same way that you run. And some people will train one way, like eating and drinking a certain way. And then there's like, you know, those little gel. Um, yeah. And not everyone can stomach those if you haven't and, had them. Before. And if you don't can, try it before the right race. Yeah. If you don't try it before the race, some people find out on race day, they're slurping those down and realize like, this is not agreeing with my system. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't do that. I instead, I picked the strategy of every um, water station. I slowed down and I drank some water at every stop. Naturally got my pace down a little. And I only drank water. I didn't even try their energy drink because I, was, I don't know which one that is. Did you try out any of the porta potties on the way? Uh, no, the one in the, That's the start finish I wanna, area. I want people like timing people in the porta potties, like their pit stop <laughs> crews. Oh, like pit stops in F1. Yeah. yeah. And you've got like a team. Somebody wipes, somebody pulls your <laughs> pants down for you. <laughs> So did, did you not pee during the race? No. Interesting. It's hard to not. I don't know. You're like you're pre-hydrating. Well, you're I mean, if you, I, I mean, you're working hard enough, you, you'll sweat it out, Chris. You must just I, not run hard enough when you've done it. I have, a, I have a PhD. I'm no dummy. And so I figured I can pee before the race and not wait until I'm in the race. Sure. But it's hard to like, yeah, race. Let's say it starts at 8 a.m. It's like you pee at 7.50, 7.55, and then like there's a delay, 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 delay. And then by like mile eight, you're like running and it sucks where you have to pee and you're running. And Sounds like you're speaking from experience. I am. I, I'm pretty sure I peed every race. Um, And uh, it could slow you down if you have to wait in line for a porta potty. Do the, do the people get like, like, do you get looks when it's just What's like the thing coming that down me your has? leg? Oh, the, <laughs> oh the, the sleeve or the whatever sleeve, it was yeah. called? You know, that was, that was not part of that was not something i was aware of but also do i really want to carry my pee with me while i go okay so when, when it I says did, you have to keep it after you use it when i did that the can full be, marathon that can be like mario kart you can leave it for the throw it up in the air for the people behind you when i did the full marathon my brother and dad had done the same one a couple years before and at, at the certain mile marker they had had to pee and there was just this comfort in numbers that so many people had to pee and there and they didn't want to wait for a porta potty, and so they just peed on this one wall, just right off the course, the wall of the Walker Art Center um, in yeah. Minneapolis. And so, like, there's there's safety in numbers. Like, when there's like 50 runners like peeing on a wall, it's just like fine. Yeah, I saw people like that. They yeah, just behind a bush or something, and then uh, they continue. Or on a wall, on a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, 
Uh, so the goal is next like the Blarney other... Stone. <laughs> is that what people do when they see the Blarney Stone? Is they pee on it? I think people that live there pee on it because they know that people come there to touch tourists come there to touch it <laughs> that's, that's disgusting <laughs> the goal is to run a full next summer either this one or the one in stockholm so that would be fun which one's the longest in sweden good question i should find the longest marathon and run that one yeah you do know all these crazy ultra marathon things i do i do they're insane people crazy all right anyway uh, we don't have all that much time today we just need to check in with ryan have you gotten walmart plus and what's streaming on? <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, before I get to Walmart Plus, I do have an okay. HEB self-checkout story. Someone kind of ran interference for me because I had more than 10 items and I was going to an HEB self-checkout. Fortunately, there was a woman in front of me who was uh, distracting the attendant from HEB at the self-checkout. She, the, the customer, she probably had, I don't know, 16 between 15 and 20 items i've definitely had way more than that but i've been kicked out of self-checkout for like 12 items before so to be fair that was also for other reasons being kicked out yeah yeah yes i was kicked out of the store um (laughs) there they put your your picture yeah yeah. (laughs) like i i see and so i had i had probably 13 or 14 items so i was over and the attendant was in a heated discussion with the customer as I came up and she's telling her, no, you have to, that's too many. You have to go to the regular checkout. And so I sneak by them, but I'm still listening. And I hear the customer yelling. It gets to where they're both shouting at each other. And the customer is like, I'm not over the limit. And I'm looking, I'm like, you're definitely over the limit. What are you even trying to make that argument for? And the, the attendant is just like, you're, you have, you have like almost 20 items. You're, you're way over. They're like, you have to go to the regular checkout. She said, yeah, you see that? That says 10 items, items. You know what that means? Items. I don't have 10 items. That means items, not food. Food, not food's not an item. Food isn't an item. Like food doesn't count. That's not an item. And she keeps just shouting this. That's it's not an item. It's not an item. And finally, like this sounds the, like the airplane the, lady. The the lady has just had the the uh, each has just had enough. She's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And she's like, then they're both just like screaming and cussing at each other. And and, and as they're kind of like, you know, she's ushering her out of the self-checkout area, and the customer goes to the uh, regular aisle that is just on the other side of self-checkout and they're both just pointing and shouting at each other across the 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 register the self-checkout registers that are between the the regular aisle and the customer and it's just happening it goes on for you know several minutes i'm just like you know i I can't believe that no one is stepping in. And Question. Yes. How many minutes into this did you pull out your cell phone and start filming it? I didn't do that. No, Ryan civilized. I just didn't. Uh, yeah. I, 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 that's that urge to do that has never um, struck me when I see people out in public. You don't. Um, you don't want to go viral. No, I don't. I don't think that's fair. Or expand someone's dating process. I enjoy. Like, I enjoy that. watching them. I do. I will say I do enjoy watching them. But yeah, I'm never going to be the person that films it. That that isn't real. Airplane chick. Like she has millions of guys <laughs> who will uh, date her now. Like she is um, so popular. Uh, like the you, two women her life has been changed forever. With this, I think um, that's probably not going to happen <laughs> in, in this case. But as I was leaving, I was walking by the two HEV managers who were still like just standing at the front, kind of letting this go on. And I'm like, why are they not, you know, getting involved? And I hear one of the managers whisper to the other and says, I think it's dying down now. Well, that, that's a strategy. Just let it burn itself out. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to that corporate strategy session of like, what to do if there's a loud argument. Just uh, let them fight it out. It could be, you know, maybe the two managers were white. The both of the women that were arguing were both minorities. And so, who knows? Maybe that's played into why they decided not to get involved. Maybe that is part of their maybe uh, maybe maybe, thing. maybe that would have looked bad on camera um, if they tried to. Anyway, yeah. So uh, Walmart Plus. Walmart it, Plus, yeah. Walmart Plus now has private, Mandalorian um, season three. <laughs> Self checkout lanes that are only for Walmart Plus customers. And the other good thing about Walmart Plus is that it has Scan and Go, 
in the store. So you open the Walmart app while you're in the store. You has a barcode scanner. As you put the items in your cart, you scan the items. You walk right up to the register when you're finished shopping. And previously, they've had this option for scan and go before. But it didn't seem that worth it to me because you still would have had to wait in line for a register because you still have to scan the QR code on one of the registers to confirm your checkout. And so it's like, oh, yeah, I did scan and go and everything. I don't have to scan my items at the register, but I still have to wait to get to a register to scan the QR code. But now with the with the separate uh, exclusive Walmart Plus lines, not very many people have that. And so they're at least when I was there, no one else was using the Walmart Plus self-checkout line. And so I was able to do scan and go, scan all my items, walked right up to my private booth there, uh, my private self-checkout booth, scanned okay. the QR code on the screen. I was thinking private booth, like it, but it's just well, a sure. It's I just mean, a checkout I, lane. Is I was looking. I mean, it, they should probably put some kind of curtain there that uh, I could pull <laughs> because, yeah, I was very excited. R- raised the tent, but so how many people did you talk to during your your shopping round? Not a single person. Th- this is Chris's worst nightmare. No new friends. No new friends. There's an, it, it would be very difficult to make new. You'd have to go out your way. To make some new friends with uh, Walmart. Well, Pro, I mean, Plus that's I, go. I suppose there's always HEB. Like, sound like those two <laughs> people who had the disagreement. I, I mean, like you said, I, it, it ended. I appreciate I appreciate how passionate the customer was about self checkout. That was I've not <laughs> heard that argument made before. That food are not items. Walmart Plus. You scan, put it in your cart. What What do you do with the booth? You there's a QR code on the screen. You just scan it. So you're. Your your debit card or whatever payment you you're, you're using is already in the Walmart Plus app, and so as soon as you scan the QR code on the screen at the register, it charges your card, and then you have a digital receipt right there in the app, and you walk out. So that's saying the purchase is done, and I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've already scanned the stuff, but it's just yeah, you scan it when you put it. That's con- you, it's concluded. You scan everything. You bring your own bags. Uh, you bring your own shopping. I was going to ask about that. When do you put them stuff in the bags? But yeah, you bring your own shopping bags. Um, I believe in uh, saving the environment. I don't use uh, uh, disposable plastic bags. Now I would, but Austin has a bag ban, so we don't <laughs> even have that option. <laughs> How are we going to build new islands in the Pacific if we don't use shopping bags? Like you see what they've done in in Dubai with like building islands filled with tourists like the, the world islands and the, the palm tree islands like let's talk a little bit about the movie of the week being alone in the west the lone ranger the lone ranger was released in 2013 it stars uh, johnny depp and the other guy why am i forgetting army hammer it was nominated for uh, two oscars at the 86th academy awards time out time out. which which Oscars? Why do you, Did ask you say the 1986 Academy Awards? No, the 86th. I don't know what the year it is. 86th. Uh, best no. visual effects and best makeup and hairstyle. Okay. All right. Actually, that's the film uh, received uh, reviews and reviews uh, what? and had a budget somewhere between 225 to 250 million. Some people went to see it in theater. Never met any of those people, but. <laughs> I'm not sure I had heard of this movie until that week when we were talking about uh, what to watch. So I discovered it with the help of a list where they listed the biggest box office bombs of all time. It is number two on this list when you estimate loss adjusted for inflation. Do you know the only movie that beats it? John Carter? Yes. And then uh, a favorite of the show, The 13th Warrior, is in third. And Mortal Engines comes in four. That's amazing. And now we've done all four of those. What's what's five? Cutthroat Island from 1995. Not familiar. Uh, so, uh, Chris, big boy review. Before we get there, like, oh, okay. let's just point out the fact that like Disney has like disappeared this from Disney Plus. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a Disney movie. I went in, typed in the Lone Ranger, expecting to watch it on. I watched it on oh, Disney I didn't Plus. Even think of that. Uh, it I was... rented it on Prime. You had to because, like, it is not streaming anywhere in the United States. So oh. I guess I should have set my VDN for Sweden. Wait a second. They're not embarrassed of it to leave it up in Sweden? It's in Sweden. 
We have no taste. They're like, well, I think it's probably they're not going to have any issue with the problem problematic parts of this. I mean, before we get to the review or the scene by scene, whatever, like, can we just talk about casting Johnny Depp as as a Native American? Well, I mean, they're not casting Johnny Depp as a Native American. They are casting Jack Sparrow as a Native American. True. That is true. Uh, And uh, that doesn't really work either. So (laughs) both guys are white. This feels like something that if this movie had been made in like the early 90s, you'd be like, well... This is 10 years ago. Of course they did it. It's 10 years ago. But in 2013, they did this and they let him talk like that. It's unbelievable. It is essentially like at the end or at the beginning where he's where they show you the end. It's not blackface, but it's whatever the Native American version of blackface is, is what he's doing. Yeah. When he's he's the old man. And Uh, they get away with it for the rest of the movie because he is like white face. He's like painted like what black and white or something stripes and, and you know he's not like maybe people think like oh well maybe he's like well maybe he is he he looks kind of uh, dark complexion but he is french german and irish okay okay all right can i just jump in and defend the makers of the movie for a second all right, all right. Uh, it's not as though there are any native american actors <laughs> So, like, what other choice? Well, I mean, na- did they 10 have ten years? Ten years ago, there certainly weren't. Right uh, today, there's some, but you know, like... there's Reservation Dogs now. But that that show is only you know a couple years old. So that's right. Yeah, um, and like Yellowstone and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I had meant to uh, prepare a lot more for this discussion. One of the ways is I was going to play for Thomas, who's certainly not seen. Is it Mickey Rourke who plays like the Asian guy and not Mickey Rourke? Sorry. Oh my gosh, not Mickey Rourke, but the really offensive white guy playing uh, an, an Asian person in Breakfast at Tiffany's. I was going to play a clip for Thomas and oh, see I've like never seen that. which one is. It's, it's, I'm so embarrassed that I said Mickey Rourke, but whatever. Like, well, um, it, it like it's it's like so cringy. But I would love to put that side by side with uh, Johnny Depp as Tonto and just see like which one is actually worse. And then there's also the one um, from Short Circuit, that uh, 1986 movie, where uh, Mickey Rooney, I think, is the w- name I was trying to conjure. Fails to Jurassic Park line have not seen. Um, short Short Circuit. What's his name? Uh, Fisher Stevens plays a, 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 an Indian character with a really heavy accent in Short Circuit, and you know Fisher Stevens is not at all. Uh, Indian or any other kind of minorities, and he's just a white uh, guy. Qu- who question in the TV show, the the old one is, is it the white guy? Mm, the Lone Ranger. Here's the thing: yeah. does anyone even have any awareness of the original IP here? I like now that you mention it, I do remember. Oh yeah, it was a TV show, but I'd not even thought about the TV show while I was watching it. Or anything else, but yeah, obviously it was a TV show. Okay, so first it was a radio show in the 30s, but and then it became a TV show. But this was so long ago. Um, Uh, I I read some. I read somewhere that Tonto only exists because he needed someone to talk to on the radio show. (laughs) That makes sense. Uh, And I've heard the word kimosabi, um, but I didn't realize it came from this. Yeah, where it come? Actually, okay. So the TV show ran. From 1949 to 1957. Yesterday. Um, let's see. Yeah. Who played Jay? <laughs> you know what? Uh, an indigenous Canadian actor, Jay Silverheels, played uh, Tonto they, in, the, had... in the in the in the uh, TV series. Well, here's they the had, thing, though. He died. More awareness 70 years ago. But he was long dead. So, like, what <laughs> yeah. other choice did Disney have? Then to, there wasn't we tried, any other. We, we checked. <laughs> we were. We just assumed we we're going to recast him, and, and he was dead. All right. So I assume that we want to talk about some of the scenes in this movie. Uh, but Chris, big boy plot. To the yeah, extent I guess that there is one. I guess we don't have time to go scene by scene, but no. we can at least start. This movie is bananas, and so like, mm-hmm. let's just start. Um, the movie. Like they decide to open the movie not in the old west, but much later in like 1933 at like some fair. Uh, the San Francisco F- AA San Francisco Fun Fair. Fun Fair. 
the San Francisco, a San Francisco fun fair where a young man is wearing, I don't know, like uh, gear? cosplay. He's no, he's wearing like uh, Lone Ranger cosplay. Right. And he sees an old West exhibit. So walks into the exhibit, munching on nuts. Finds the noble savage. So. First, he sees a stuffed buffalo and he kind of stares at that. And then the grizzly bear and then the noble savage. Turns out the noble savage is not like a wax figure or a uh, stuffed noble savage. So can we like can we assume that the grizzly bear and the and the <laughs> buffalo are alive as well? They they were also posing. Yes. Like, hey, uh, hey, hey, stay, stay. Stay. The only... is it... And why is it suddenly talking? Is it in his imagination? Like, is this like a jump scare horror movie? Like, what is happening, right? <laughs> also point out that nobody else is in this exhibit. There are people moving in the background. I thought I was like, doesn't anyone else notice this? And no, they, they're, they're walking past. They're looking in his direction. <laughs> well, the noble savage is able to have like a three-hour conversation because the movie is almost three hours oh my god with yeah. this boy to like the movie is the explanation he, red he, that faced Tom, johnny depp yeah, gives, gives to him to... so where does he start the story he says let's tell the story of um he like jumps to not the origin or anything he jumps bank to robbery? a bank robbery the first and... time he wears the mask and then the kid's like wait Lone you good guys I, He's a good guy. He's not a bank robber. And then Tonto's like, okay, like, let's go back in time. Sometimes a good man, or I'm not going to say it the way he said it, but essentially the sentence should have been, sometimes a good man has to wear a mask. You can leave out some of those words, and that's how Johnny Depp said it. All those decades, he never learned any more words. No. He just pigeon English. Uh, So we jump back, and, and there's a railroad being built. Tom Wilkinson, he stands up and he gives a speech. He says... Who is that? Some railroad guy? Is that is that uh, uh, Cole? I don't know. Uh, it's the actor Tom Wilkinson, the great actor. And he says, Michael, I have great affection for you. And you live a very <laughs> rich and interesting life. But you're a bag man and not Tom an attorney. <laughs> if your intention was to have me committed, you should have kept me in Wisconsin. I'm sorry. That's not what he says. Uh, he says, we're connecting the East and the West. And that's really good. We're going to celebrate it by hanging a man. So we might see Army Hammer's brother, who is not introduced to us as Army Hammer's brother, and they have a conversation doing some exposition. But then we James see Army Badge Dale, another actor I like, who's unfortunately in this. To be clear, we all like Tom Wilkinson, like big fans. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, uh, but at this, I don't know exactly when this scene takes place, but somewhere in the beginning, when there's the hanging, like it's a great party or whatever. Uh, and they filmed this this woman walking down the street and looking at like I don't know a scarf or something and whatever, and uh, starts chatting with Tom Wilkinson if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how great it is that well you will be able to to take the train uh, to San Francisco here in a few days and you can get on a boat and and sail all the way to China or whatever. And then the lady says, "I'll believe it when I see it." In a like a really angry voice, and I'm like, well, what do you not believe in? Is it the trains? Is it time for? Is it that China doesn't exist? That's a that is a odd response, especially <laughs> uh, to, uh, to be so angry about. It. Not to mention Tom Wilkinson's like not negging her; he's like negging her husband. Like yes. he's like not subtly like being like, yeah, you're poor because you're married to a lawman. I would mm-hmm. love if you were my wife. And this actually happens a little bit after we see Army Hammer on a train. He opens a book, which we'll find out what that book is in a second. Oh, yeah, he's got a picture of his brother's wife, the same guy that Tom <laughs> Wilkinson's like. So, like, there are multiple people inappropriately, including brother, is like very clearly in love with her, staring at a photo, and she's in love with him. It's just this creepy vibe throughout the movie. But Thomas, um, but, there are Christians on the train who and they sing. What invite if- <laughs> Army Hammer to join them in prayer, and he—they're Presbyterians. And and what's his Bible, Ryan? Uh, John Locke's treatise on uh, treatises on government. Treatise, yeah. yes, treatise. This is my. He says, "I'm sorry, ma'am. This is my Bible." <laughs> what a freaking nerd! Like, <laughs> like not only did he, he loves he loves John Locke. Great. And the other um, book was just uh, ropes. <laughs> yes. Do you notice he gets tied up a, a few times on, in this movie? Well, it, it, it started somewhere. 
so the train gets attacked uh, because the criminal who's going to get hanged is on there. Butch uh, Cavendish. We're not told, Butch but Tonto Cavendish. is like with him. Oh, or actually, the the opening scene with Army Hammer, I laughed out loud when like this girl drops her little uh, stuffed animal and he picks it up. He tries to toss it to her, and the wind catches it. And it goes out the window. <laughs> there, uh, yeah, the girl starts there, crying. That was funny. There are a couple like little things like that that are like that. It be like it could have been good because yeah, are... it, it, the stuff like that that just like make those little scenes funnier than they needed to be. There, there's um, also a scene a little bit later when he gets in a fight, and he says something like, "I boxed in school, in law school." And then he just got punched. And I'm like, like those small things, they're, they're funny. They, they were funny. And they were the same type of humor. And like some of it worked, not all of it did. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, like when they catch Johnny Depp and they, they say, he's like, John Army Hammer says, he was on that train for a reason. And mm. um, they say, what are you, uh, what are you in for? And he says, Indian. And if they'd had an actual Native American actor, that might have landed better. Before they catch him, there's like this uh, chase because Butch Cavendish and his dudes make sure that the train doesn't stop at the station it's supposed to where the brother is waiting. Army Hammer is the district attorney or something like that, by the way. Uh, And the train goes past and then Army Hammer's brother and his companions, the the rangers, they get on horses. And there's a speeding train going as fast as it can. And the horses are faster than the train. Yeah. How fast are trains and horses? Right. So what you're pointing out is that this is not a train that's slowing down. This is a train where they've like <laughs> turned up the throttle all the way and like like broken the broken the throttle so you can't turn it off. Yeah. It's like this is as fast as it can go. Yeah. yeah. And the horses are able to catch up. Horses are faster. Horses are faster. So, I mean, we could do like the Dodge Journey type guess. So my guess is if the horses are faster, (laughs) I mean, if it's not as fast as one horse, I guess less than one horse, like less than one. Yeah, there's also a really stupid scene here before he catches Tonto. So they are still working on the what do you call it? The Continental Railroad, the Transcontinental Railroad. Uh, yep, the trans, yeah, yeah, uh, and and um, and what what do you call people who work on on building rail? Um, Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't there a name for like their occupation, the work Railroad they do? Men? Maybe. Uh, okay. Well, that's um, there is there. Uh, like you're talking about the guys who are actually like hammering in the spikes. Yeah. Yeah, doing the thing. Anyway, a- Abraham but, Lincoln was one. Uh, I don't remember what his. Yeah, it's not the ha- haberdasher, but it's something else. Not the work. The workers, when the the train is just like charging forward in their direction, <laughs> they don't react until it's like five they, feet away from them. They keep pounding in those railroad spikes. They don't hear it. They don't see it. Because then it wouldn't have been a fun scene, right? Maybe they don't know. Maybe they've been so far ahead with the tracks, they're not even sure what that is or what the the track is for. So I I have two big questions to ask. One is, how did this movie get made? Okay, but let's come to that. Let's answer that later. The other question is, is Tonto, is he crazy or is he magic? Yes. No, I don't know. Yes, to both. He's crazy and magic? Because like, there's a big reveal at the end where... we're like, oh, this guy must be magic because, like, I don't know, he's got like a magic horse, and uh, he like there's certain things he does that just all seem right, magic. All right, but, but but this is the thing that makes this essentially the Western Jack Sparrow. It's like he does all these crazy things. He doesn't really have a plan. It just works itself out. If he needs to get from one train to the other, he grabs a ladder and he puts it between the trains, and yep, off he yep. goes. It's just like Jack Sparrow. It's just that it's in Wild West. And the he's supposedly West. Native American. Was Jack Sparrow not? Maybe that's the thing. Okay. Maybe maybe he only does Native American characters. Yeah, and and so I mean, some of it's ambiguous. Like, did did he revive Army Hammer from the dead, or was like Army Hammer still alive? Like, he like punches him and knocks him out because he thinks the other brother is the one that he needs to revive from the dead. But there's this like key scene near the end where you come to his tribe 
and his tribe's like, oh, that dude's crazy. There is no like, right. Like the, all the but, things that like the, like kind of this whole universe of language of like, the, what, what, what's the word he uses for like the evil person. And like, he's like, the, he made that up. Like this right. whole like worldview that this guy has isn't, isn't like Indian religion. It's like, when Windigo, yeah, like, yeah, this dude's crazy. He's like, but 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 the thing is that he's crazy for a reason, though, right? Like, he had a childhood trauma where his entire family and tribe and the the crow that he loved, everyone was just murdered. That's what the old man in the tent tries to explain to him. Right. I mean, I agree, but that some things like do kind of work out for him. Yeah. Like, how did how did they get out of that burning house? They climb. They, the horse jumps up on the roof. And uh, make yeah, some so sound, and they, so they have a magic. So clearly, the horse is magic. Yeah, and and a lot of the the humor in the movie, it it, it kind of works, but like you have to buy into this like whole bumbling thing. So like where Army Hammer again, he's tied up uh, and blindfolded, mm-hmm. and he's going to be executed. And like this, like Tonto does something with like switching tracks, and suddenly Way a train. They're like, ready, aim, fire. And by the time they say fire, he pushes a train in front of the firing squad. And one sees it coming. It just bumps into it. The... And Army F- Hammer is like standing up straight as like suddenly he's on this like moving rail, rail car. And they're, you know, Tonto's like doing the whole crank thing. Like, what do you call those little uh, up and down crank manual train cars? A trolley? Uh, a boat train. A paddle boat train, and it, like it's it's just like comical in look as he's doing that, and uh, Army Hammer is just standing there like kind of stupidly because he's really stupidly tall and somehow keeps his balance. Did you like how when the uh, the Comanche attack? I don't know the bad guys like this. This is this movie. Oh, the cav, <laughs> the cavalry. They're attacking and Barry Pepper's like hold, 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 and like oh, yeah. not only do they like hold their fire, but they wait like who do don't, they, that don't shoot them right away make them want it first yeah well ryan i don't i don't know if you got this far but no. but apparently the u.s army um loves drama because they wait <laughs> until like the last second to like reveal pull like the the cover <laughs> over their gatling guns well like so they're not, they don't ready their gatling guns for the charge they they wait to reveal this new secret weapon that charging comanche have no idea what it is and but, then they, but, but, but there's it's also all about in, the re- it's all about the reveal. It, it, it was in, it was a it was a good reveal. In the same scene, like when he's telling them to hold, and then someone gets an arrow to his chest and he falls down, uh, and he's standing there with his sword or something, and he's like, "Don't break ranks!" Pointing at the dude who just died falling over, and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, he's dead." But you know, there's a pretty broad humor too, like the horse poops. And the horse drinks alcohol. And not only does the horse poop, but like Army Hammer's like head is dragging on the ground and he gets poop in his hair. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was I, I mean, I, I, f- I think there are pieces of a good movie here. I think that movie might be 90 minutes long or so. <laughs> <laughs> and not, what was the runtime on this? 222. Yeah. I think. Like, is that uh, it? Is that it? It only seemed uh, like three hours. 149 yeah. minutes. Uh, okay. It was un, un, There's so much they could have cut. Like Tom Wilkinson, like with the heel turn at the end. And then oh, like, the twist. What the about twist. the twist? They're brothers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then they shoot uh, the guy. Um, well, his name in the mo- movie is Haberman. I love that. Um, <laughs> what's his name? That, 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 that Well, they actually had two B's. Um, oh, okay. Shoot, what was that actor? He's one one of my favorites. Uh, Stephen Root is Haberman. Yeah. Like, like he's great, but there's no reason for him to be in the movie. Like, he's not revealed until like two full hours into the movie. It, uh, there's like Helena a, Bonham Carter has a bit part. Uh, yeah, with, with, where with she's an ivory like leg with an ivory leg with a shotgun in it. Oh. <laughs> that that is is it. Honestly, it is it is Chekhov's ivory leg shotgun because actually she used it in the first act, but then like it comes in really handy in in the third act she's like hitting on a guy and aiming up another guy with the shotgun and it's so freaking stupid budget of 250 million uh, did i say how much it made you did not know 260 oh so they, they made money then yeah so how- they made more than it cost to produce exactly so why is it on that list then <laughs> hollywood math they're probably hollywood still math. writing this one off uh, i have uh, b- before well actually we should probably um, give a rating 
Uh, so I'm sorry. Like oh. I, I know that I said I have to be gone and I do need to be gone, but I'm just gonna have to be late to my next thing because I did want to talk about how this got made. And I have just some oh. questions. So the question is, do you think Disney pitched this movie to Gore Verbinski or vice versa? The other way, right? Gore Verbinski, he made some so he, he made some pirates movies. They were blockbusters. He made a, he made a bunch of them. Yeah, he's made three, but I, yeah. I don't I don't know if all of was, them are before this. But it was either he. I mean, I'm sure that he only did it because they were like, "Well, we got Johnny Depp." He thought, "Okay, we've got another franchise here." Yeah, because they wanted they were setting up for a new franchise. They they mm-hmm. were ex- fully expected to make at least two, if not three or more mm-hmm. movies. But both you both think that. Uh, Verbinski pitched this to Disney and, and they're no, like, well, you know, uh, no, 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 actually, no. I'm, I'm reading the Wikipedia. I know the answer. It's Jerry Bruckheimer's fault. He um, he got it together with the, the Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein company. Okay. They got it from now, Columbia. Now I'm kind of understanding the movie. Now I'm kind of understanding the creepiness <laughs> with the girl. OK, go on. Yeah. So and he brought it to Disney. That was probably like. Pirates of the Caribbean, amazing. Here's another franchise. Let's do uh, Johnny Depp and Verbinski. It, it, it had been kicking around with different actors attached since like 2002 or something like that. Yes. And so it'd gone through a number of uh, changes. And then I'm sure whichever one was first once, but I'm sure that Verbinski and uh, Verbinski and um, Depp were a package. And, and Hammer, right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like like they're like, hey, let's let's uh, see what we can do with Hammer. Like Hammer was not not a big name, which is kind of weird to say. Like, like let's make big thing. This was his first big thing. And I think this was supposed to launch his career. And because I can see why people think is this before or after is Man of Uncle after this? Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's 17 after. or something. Only thing he before this, he was in the social network as the twins. Um, oh, yeah. And that was really got him noticed. Uh, he w- he was in Jay Edgar as Clyde Tolson, you know, DiCaprio's lover. So this was his first like starring role in like a major production. It was supposed to do for him what John Carter was supposed to do for Taylor Kitsch. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Like, this is a giant piece of crap. So like th- this is uh, kind of the root of this question is like, what do you think when Gore Verbinski was kind of going back and forth to the studio and they greenlit this. Clearly, they didn't read the script, or maybe there wasn't a script. Like, what are the chances in like Gore Verbinski's like pitch asking for a budget that Gore Verbinski used toy trains and was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then Do the you train think goes they boom. even paid attention? Do you think they even paid attention? They just they saw like they they saw oh the guy from we got the team from the Lord of the Ring or from the uh, the Pirates, Pirates. Of the Caribbean were just minting money with that let him do whatever he wants yeah train yeah you want to do trains yeah it was, it was, a, it was like a powerpoint here's, here's 250 million dollars it was a powerpoint presentation of like the profit margins for the pirates franchise yeah, they, they turned an attraction into a billion dollar franchise this yeah. is an existing ip what can't you do with that oh yeah this is gonna be even yes yeah <laughs> so there's a slide that was just like infinite money like if they did this with this imagine arrow goes so up. much money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and look like it it goes up beyond the screen like it's <laughs> we can't even quantify that i rewatched a few of the pirates movies the other week and they're they're stupid as well but they're but better they're, yeah oh yeah exactly the first two are, like it's like, stupid they're good. quality they're yeah honestly i haven't seen them in probably 10 years i assume i remember them being like you don't think this you don't think this looked good i think it looked fine it just like yeah. the just the I, script was, just, was dumb. It was just stupid. Yeah, it's just like they didn't put any. They were just like, we got the Pirates of the Caribbean guys. Let's just and maybe I don't know if Gore Verinsky bought into his own popularity and just his own and just thought like I'm that good of a filmmaker. I'm just gonna film Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp. It, it was and, well cast. Yeah. I mean, we Stephen Root, yeah. like um, Tom Wilkinson. Like, there's right. a lot of it, there were a lot of trains in this movie. There are a lot. That's what <laughs> I mean. It's like. Yeah. He it's must like, have like brought out the toy trains and was like, hey, you know this, how, this look, one's gonna go. You know Pirates of the Caribbean. You know boats. <laughs> what, if, what if train? What, what if, if trains? Train? <laughs> anyway, uh, ratings, gentlemen. I give it um seven engines with 
tenders. I give it 45 minutes. I give it two white horses. I have a, I have a, before we leave, I have a quick Hey, listen, I'm leaving. You guys finish without me. Okay, go on. I'm just going to read this list and you will tell me how right I am. The best train movies. I have picked four of them. I know one that better be in there. One is for nostalgic reasons. It is unstoppable. That was the one I was going to say better be in there. Okay, yeah, and I think it's good. What do you mean nostalgic reasons? Well, Chris I haven't Pine, se- Denzel Washington. I haven't like, seen it in. I don't know. I've I've seen that. I've rewatched that movie probably four or five times. It holds Let, up. It so is. Let's good. let's see when it's from. It's from 2010. Yeah, it was right after Chris Pine was Kirk in <clears> the first <throat> reboot of the Star Trek. All right, what's number two or number the, three? The remake. Of the taking of Pelham one two three, the, the taking of Pelham one two three. I mean, it does. It again, Denzel Washington. It seems like you get Denzel Washington on a train. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have a. You're gonna have at least a decent movie. Yeah, and that's uh, Denzel and uh, what's his name, Travolta. I can't uh, wait till they till they do the the giving back of Pelham one two three. I'm really looking <laughs> forward to that. Number two. Is the one we watched. That's why I asked about it. Bullet Train. I thought okay. I thought it was great. I, yeah. This is recency bias, but I thought that was great. Uh, and number one, the best train movie is Snowpiercer. Have you mm. seen Snowpiercer? I've seen Snowpiercer. Yeah, I I haven't seen it. I I've, saw it basically when it came out. I liked it a lot. But um, I think it's a lot like cilantro. I think you either love it or you hate it and think yeah, it's trash. I think so too. That's that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish this, they were eating cilantro instead of bugs. <laughs> um, this movie but. tastes like bleach or soap or whatever people say about cilantro. The worst one, of course, uh, is the, the animated one with the Tom Hanks, and it's oh called Gosh, yeah, uh, Golden Compass. No, um, that crappy. Yeah, the movie's a piece of shit. It pisses me off. <laughs> like uh, Rose puts it on every uh, Christmas season. Polar Express. Polar Express. Oh my gosh. Okay, are you going to be driving home like that, or do you need to like deinstall <laughs> yourself in the cockpit? Or what do you think? How far do you think I can make it? Uh, well, I mean, if a police officer the, sees you, probably the, not. That... The steering wheel can't really turn that. I'm gonna, have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get rid of some of this stuff. Maybe I won't need to turn. That's um, all for this time. Catch us next, maybe sometime in the future. Goodbye, goodbye, Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris where are you? Say bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,